I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually. His praise shall continually. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, the Father of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Again, Heavenly Father, we say thank you. Thank you, Father, for last night's sleep, for waking us up to see another day. Thank you, Father, for food on our tables, clothes on our backs, shoes on our feet. Father, you have been so good to us, your little children. We just want to say thank you. We want to laud and magnify your holy name. Hallowed be thy name. We pray, Father, that thy kingdom come, that thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We thank you, Father, for our daily bread. We ask, Father, that you forgive us. So just forgive us of our debts. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. We humbly ask, Father, that you lead us not into temptation, but that you deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. These and all other blessings, Father, we ask in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. God bless you, children of God. I do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our soon coming King, our Lord, our Savior our strength and our redeemer. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide, headquarters in Kinston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word. 
place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. I have shared this with you all and I will continue to share it until the Lord takes my breath back out of this mortal body. Sound doctrine may not seem too important to many of us now, but there will come a day. I guarantee everyone under the sound of my voice where we will wish that we had listened more to and performed more sound doctrine. In other words, what is important to God now, the scripture talks about how the things that God esteems, man rejects. And the things that man esteems, God rejects. God esteems sound doctrine. God loves his word. And there with the right division of his word. God esteems that. Now there will come a day when people will wish that they had esteemed it also. My prayer for each of us. May we esteem now. Because women are going to esteem it. Just like there came a day when men and women wished they had built an ark in Noah's day. 120 years, Noah preached righteousness. People didn't want to hear that stuff Noah was talking about. But when the rains started coming down and the rains kept coming down and the only one that had an ark, the only one that, that whose family was going into an ark was Noah. I can imagine his neighbors, his friends, his enemies, his... We're looking at Noah saying, I wished I would have built an ark. There's going to come a day, my brother. There's going to come a day, my sister, when we are going to wish we had listened more to sound doctrine. There's going to come a day when we are going to wish we had obeyed more. Sound doctrine may not be the day the sun is shining, just like in Noah's day. He was preaching about rain and it hadn't even hadn't even rained yet. He's preaching about, you know, God flooding the earth and it hadn't even rained yet. People are like, what are you talking about? Noah? that, you know, understand that what God is talking about is not always easily seen with the natural lie. God was talking about rain coming down and flooding the earth when the sun was shining. Noah didn't start building the ark when the rains came. Noah was building the ark when the sun was shining. Noah finished building the ark by the time the rains came. My prayer for you and my prayer for me. May our works be finished in this earth. When the Lord comes back with the great trumpet sound, when our Lord and Savior Jesus, some people going to be trying, you know, wanting to get saved then, wanting to get right. Uh, we want to be, we want to have wrapped up our works in the earth in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That is my prayer for you, my brother, 
my sister. That is my prayer for me. Children of God, we're going to take a look at the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, verses 3 and 4. This is always a special portion of scripture to me as it was the portion of scripture that the Lord gave me to preach my initial sermon at Faith Tabernacle Holiness Church about 30 years ago. Uh, and I remember the topic was, do you really, after reading these scriptures, I share with God's people, a topic in a question form. And the question was, do you really want to be like Jesus? Let's look at what God has for us this morning. Isaiah 53 verses 3 and 4. He was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering, familiar with pain, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised, and we held him in low esteem. We're going to work from a topic today. He was despised and rejected by mankind. He was despised and rejected by mankind. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Again, we come before your throne, thanking you, Father, for more things than we realize, more things than we can name. You've been so good to us, Father. We want to say thank you. Father, as we study your Holy Scripture today, we pray that you speak as you always do. Speak to us, speak through us, speak for us. That your people in the four corners of the earth may hear and be blessed. We trust, Father, that you are going to do these things for us as we are asking in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Let someone be edified. Let someone be strengthened. Let someone be encouraged today. In Jesus' mighty and glorious name, we pray that God's people say amen. Amen and amen. He was despised and rejected 
by mankind. Anytime you are following a leader, you can expect to see the kinds of things that the leader has gone through as being some of the things that eventually you and I are going to go through. In other words, we're following him. We, we are following someone in our car and they ride to a place where the water is very, very deep and you know they are struggling and having trouble going through that portion. And we are following them we can expect that at the appointed time, we too will have to pass through that water and deal with that situation because we are following them. You say, Apostle, what does that mean to us? As children of God, as true Christians, we are, that means follower of Christ. Now, our leader was falsely accused. Our leader was abused. Our leader was hated. Our leader was despised, rejected, uh, a man of suffering. If that was what our leader experienced, see, our leader is not you know, our pastor or Bishop T.D. Jakes or Pastor Chris or our leader is Jesus Christ. Bishop T.D. Jakes does not have a heaven or a hell to put you and I in. Pastor Chris in Nigeria does not have a heaven or a hell. Apostle Bryant does not have a heaven or a hell. Our leader is Jesus Christ. He is our leader. We are Christians, not Apostle Bryantians or uh, Pastor Christians or T.D. Jakeians. We are Christians, meaning that our leader's name is in the very movement that we are members of Christ. We are followers of Christ. Now, in order to get an idea of some of the things that you and I must experience in this life, we need to get a very good understanding of what our leader passed through. Because the same way our leader had to pass through that, and we are following him, we too will have to pass through that. If we are following him now if we're not following him then we may we may be able to avoid some things but we don't want to find out at the end of the day that we really haven't been following christ we've been following something or someone else well what do we understand about 
Christ. Now, before you sign on to follow and to be a, a participant in this movement, you need to understand what our leader had to go through, what our leader had to experience. He was despised and rejected of men. Why, why does everyone like you? You say you're following Christ. You used to claim that you are really following Christ. Well, how is it he going to be despised and rejected by mankind? Yet everybody like you. Yet everybody saying something is wrong. You say, Apostle, what are you saying to us? I'm saying to you that it, since our leader, Jesus Christ, was despised and rejected by men, and you and I claim that we are following Jesus Christ, then we too are going to be despised and rejected by men. Then say he was liked and everyone spoke well of him, no, no, Bible says he was despised. Our leader, Jesus Christ, was despised. That means hated, and he was rejected. In other words, people didn't want to hear that stuff Jesus was talking about, just like people don't want to hear sound doctrine today. Now, the Lord is dealing with me in my spirit, and he's giving me something to share with you all. God says, Robert, just because you may be despised and rejected by men, God says that does not mean that you are despised and rejected by God. My encouragement to you, child of God, even though we may be despised and rejected by men, that does not mean we have to be despised and rejected by God. Oftentimes, the things that are despised and rejected by men are the things that are loved intensely by God. Jesus was despised or hated by men and rejected by men, but Jesus was, was loved and accepted by God. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. Quit running around trying to be loved and accepted by men and go on and accept being despised and rejected by men and strive to be loved and accepted by God. Bible says that Jesus was despised or hated by men and rejected by men, but Jesus was loved. Jesus was accepted. God said about Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. God said, look, whether you are well pleased or not, God says, I am well pleased. My encouragement to you, my brother, my encouragement to you, my sister, you better strive to be loved and accepted by God rather than striving to be loved and accepted by men. Jesus was God in the likeness of sinful man. He, he was perfect and he was hated and he was rejected by men and women just like you, just like me. But he was loved and accepted 
by our Heavenly Father. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. May we strive to be loved and accepted by God. Understand that being loved and accepted by God is going to mean being despised and rejected by mankind. The things that God esteems or the things that are important to God, man rejects. And the things that men esteem or the things that men put way up here, God rejects. was despised and rejected by mankind. Well, what does that produce in our lives oftentimes when men and women hate us and when men and women exclude us or when men and women insult us and the Lord is, is placing in my spirit to give you all the scripture. Jesus said during his day, woe unto you when all men speak well of you. Woe means something bad is getting ready to happen. You, when you're riding a horse and you're getting ready to ride off a cliff, you're on a horse, you, you'll, you'll start hollering, whoa, whoa. Stop. Something bad is what it means is stop. Something bad is about to happen. Jesus told the Jews, he said, woe unto you. When all men speak well of you, for in the same way. Their fathers treated the false prophets, which were before you. In other words, false prophets that everyone love and everyone is speaking well of. Jesus said, that's the way false prophets are treated. Then Jesus came back and said, but blessed are you when men shall hate you, when men shall exclude you, when men shall insult you, when men shall reject your name as evil. Rejoice and leap for joy in that day. For in the same way their fathers treated the prophets, which were before you. In other words, true prophets are hated and despised, rejected by men. False prophets, uh, men speak well of a men like them, men want that. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. I'd rather be a true prophet than a false prophet. I'd rather be despised than rejected by mankind, but loved and accepted by God than to be loved and accepted by mankind and be despised and rejected by God. I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, to get this thing right, get your priorities right. A lot of times in this life, God, God has a way of turning things around. Those false prophets that are well-spoken, woe unto you when all men speak well of you, and, and they are finding their place now in the lake of fire and burning sulfur. Whereas true prophets, they've been stoned, they've been rejected, they've been despised, they've been boiled in oil and sawed in two and exiled. In it. Now 
those individuals are in the presence of God and of his angels. If Jesus was despised and rejected by mankind, and we are truly trying to follow him, trying not to bear to the right or bear to the left, but trying to follow him, what do you think we are going to experience? The same way he was despised and rejected by mankind, if we are really following him, if we are really following him, we too are going to be despised and rejected by mankind. Now, that doesn't feel good. It hurts. You know, that's and look at what the Bible says. Jesus was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering. Why? Because that hurts. Jesus spent a lot of his time hurting physically, spent a lot of his time hurting um, solically. He spent a lot of time, a lot of his time hurting spiritually. Jesus spent time suffering. Look at a man of suffering. What that mean? A man that was hurting much of the time. A man that was longing much of the time. He he even lamented on one occasion for Jerusalem. He lamented. He looked at Jerusalem, saw a group of people that he wanted to to bring together, wanted to teach, wanted to share and get them on the right path to God and and keep them from having to be sent to hell. Jesus said, you know, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who slay the prophets and stone those who sent, oh, I sent to you. How I have longed to gather you together as a chicken gathers together her chicks. But Jesus said, you were unwilling. In other words, you you all didn't want to you all didn't want to come together and and do this thing God's way. I, and a lot of people today don't want to come together and do this thing God's way. A lot of you out there under the sound of my voice rather go to church on Sunday than attend everyday worship, which is how the the early church was set up. Sunday worship you won't find it in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. The early saints, Acts chapter 2, verse 46, every day the early saints met together in the temple. Because not every Sunday, not Tuesday and Wednesday, not every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. Those early saints, they devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrine, to fellowship. Breaking of bread, prayer, Acts chapter 2, verses 42. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. Let us not strive to do this thing the way men and women are doing this thing today. But let us strive to do this thing like God's words things need to be done. I'm trying to tell you now we have our we have our weaknesses, we have our shortcomings, we have our flaws, we have our sins. Oh, yes, well yes, of course we do. But God's word is right. 
God's word is right. Listen to me, my brother. You're not going to stand up on judgment and be judged based on how men and women did things in these last days. You and me are going to stand before God on judgment day and we're going to be judged by God's word. What did God's word say? Wise man told me as a young Christian, he said, son, a lot of people are talking. My spiritual father in the earth, he said, a lot of people are talking. But what does the Bible say? My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice, stick to the Bible, even if it means being despised, even if it means being rejected. Even if it means being scorned, Jesus was despised and rejected. Now, Jesus was God. So if God in the likeness of sinful man came down here and men hated him and you and I are being led by the Holy Spirit and trying to, to walk and operate by the Holy Spirit, what do you think you and I are going to receive from men and women? Jesus was 100% led by the Spirit of God. You and I may be 50%, 60%, 80%, 70%. What what do you think when you and I are more and more led by the Holy Spirit? I will tell you what we will receive. We will be more and more despised and rejected by mankind. And I want to encourage you, child of God, because some of us, when we get despised and rejected by men, we think that's a sign that we're doing something wrong. No, my brother, no, my sister, that's a sign that normally we are doing something right. Jesus, what? Look, look, now, 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 I know, and this, again, this was my initial sermon about 30 years, 30 five years ago, 40 years ago, Jesus, uh, Isaiah wrote these words about Jesus about 700 years before Jesus physically manifested on the earth. In In other words, that's much like me prophesying and telling you all something that's going to happen in the year 2900, 2700. Isaiah prophesied these words about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, about 700 years before Jesus walked the earth in physical form. He was despised. A lot of people didn't love Jesus. A lot of people hated Jesus. Jesus was crucified. Nails drove through his hand. That was that was the way that we as humanity, that was what we come up with to give to our creator. Can you imagine that? That was the best treatment that we could come up with to give to our creator. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Jesus was God. And that was the best way we come up with as human beings to treat our creator. Lord, help us.
was despised. You, if you're trying to be a true child of God, if I'm trying to be a true child of God, we're going to be despised. False prophets, they're going to love them. Bible says so. But Jesus says, woe unto you when all men speak well of you. For in the same way their fathers treated the false prophets which were before you. Jesus said nothing real about that. Nothing real about that. Was despised and rejected by mankind. I mean men and women. He was a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Now all everything we have read about so far are things that most of us try to get as far away from as we possibly can. Look at look at what look at the things that I have shared with you. Pain. Most of us take a tablet, take some take a uh, an injection, take get an operation try, trying to get away from pain being rejected by mankind. Most of us, we try to do all kinds of things to be accepted and for people to like us. And most, Being despised again, most of us don't like that. But all of these are states that God is saying, we're doing something right. We're doing things right. Being despised, being rejected, Suffering, being familiar with pain, like one from whom people hide their faces. God said, you're right on point. When we start experiencing these things right here from this generation, God says, you are right on point. See, understand something, my brother, and understand something, my sister. Sometimes you and I are trying to run away from the very thing, very situation, the very circumstance that God is trying to use to bless us. Because a lot of times the situation or the circumstance or the event that God is trying to use to bless us. It hurts. You look at these things. Pain hurts. Suffering hurts. Being rejected by men and women, it hurts. Being despised by men and women, it hurts. But yet all of these things caused Jesus to be blessed in, an, in a way that was immeasurable. Blessed by God. So understand my brother, understand my sister. One of the things that God wants to toughen us up. See, and the Lord is bringing my spirit on my hands right up in here. There are some very hard places. Calluses. 
you know, I lift the weights and, and trying to recover and recuperate from some health challenges, but my hands have developed very, very hard calluses because that's where the weights, when I grip the weights, that's where they rest on my hands and the body develops calluses. In other words, the body toughens itself up. Well, God wants you and I to be toughened up in the spirit so that, you know, men and women despising us, that doesn't stop us. Men and women rejecting us, that doesn't stop us. Suffering, that doesn't stop us. Being familiar with pain, that God, listen, I want to, I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to. God wants to toughen you up. God wants to toughen me up. Just like my, God allowed my body to, to, to produce these calluses. So that I can handle the weights that I have to lift for my exercise program without cutting my hands. God toughened them up. He wants to toughen you up. He wants to toughen me up. A man of suffering. Now, the only way you can toughen anyone up, a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, you got to take them through suffering. I've been in some countries where people have had to suffer intensely and and saw great fruit in many of the people. They had went through some very terrible times, but oftentimes on the other side of some very terrible times, God has got some very great times. So I want to encourage you. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to. My hardship as a good soldier. Endure that tough time, that hard time in your country, in your nation, in your city, in your state, in your marriage, in your fight. Endure that hard time. And it, because on the other side, God has got some very sweet times for you and some very sweet times for me. Jesus was despised. He was rejected. He was a man of sorrows. He was familiar with pain, like, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised, and we held him in low esteem. But Jesus is now seated on the right hand of the throne of God. In the high, in the highest, but all this despised and rejected and being hated by men and men mistreated and hung on a cross and all that. Now Jesus is sitting on right beside God. Jesus looked like Jesus turned like this right here. I'm turning like this right here, and I'm seeing a lamp. Jesus turned like this right here, and he see God. Jesus went from the lowest to the low, hung on a cross, despised, rejected, hated, to the highest of the high. He's sitting right beside God now. Sitting right beside God. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. The question is not how low you have had to go or how low you have been or how bad things have been, but how sweet does God make things. 
you know, I, I, I was communing with the Lord today after I finished my exercise program. It was very hard. It was hurting me and I was sweating and I was like, Lord, this is this is hurting. This is hurting. But then when I finished and I started walking, you know, many of you didn't know me know I've been experiencing uh, some health challenges. But when I started walking, I was almost walking normal again. I was like, oh, my God. So as hard and as difficult and as painful as things have been, they are now bringing me back to a place of sweetness. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. May your hardship, your difficulty, your trial, your, 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 may God turn it into sweetness into mighty name of Jesus. Jesus Christ went through all this. God has now turned it into sweetness. Jesus is sitting at the seated right beside God. Went through all of that, despised all of that rejection, all of that suffering, all of that pain, all of that people hiding their faces from him, not wanting to, to support him, not wanting it. And now Jesus is sitting right beside God. May have been despised and rejected by men. But I'm hearing God speak in my spirit now. God says, Robert, he was not despised and rejected by me. I want to encourage as many true saints are under the sound of my voice. You and I may be despised and rejected by men. But God is telling me to tell you all, we are not despised and rejected by our creator. He was despised and rejected by mankind. God said that you need to understand who the despising and who the rejecting was coming from. God said it wasn't coming from me, Robert. That was, that was mankind despising and rejecting Jesus Christ. God said, I, when I looked at him, I said, this is my beloved son, my beloved son, whom I love, whom I'm well pleased. So how God is looking at people, places, and things is oftentimes very different than the way people are looking at people, places, and things. Man was looking at Jesus, hating him. God was looking at Jesus, loving him. Man was looking at Jesus, rejecting him. God was looking at Jesus, accepting him. He was despised and rejected by mankind. He wasn't despised and rejected by God kind. My prayer for you, my brother. My prayer for you, my sister. Uh, my prayer for you is if you got a choice between being despised and rejected by men 
or being despised and rejected by God. My prayer for us is may we be despised and rejected by men. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We don't want to stand before God on judgment day and be despised and rejected by God. Now you, under the sound of my voice, you better make a choice and you better make the right one. You either take being despised and rejected by men like Jesus did, or you're going to find yourself despised and rejected by God like false prophets are. All right? Can't have both. You can't be, you're not going to be, uh, you can't be, uh, uh, if you despised and rejected by men like Jesus. That was because he knew he was loved and accepted by God. That is my prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice today. May we be despised and rejected by men just like Jesus so that we can be loved and accepted by God. Despised means Jesus was hated. Why was Jesus hated? Because it was the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus was hated because he was telling the truth. He was not a respecter of persons. In other words, Jesus would tell the truth whether you were a tax collector, or whether you were a Sadducee. Jesus just told the truth. He never lied. He couldn't lie. He couldn't lie. So anytime people ask him a question, Jesus gave him the truth. Even though it got him hung on a cross, Jesus told the truth. And as a result, it caused him to be hated, despised, and rejected by men. God said, Robert, telling the truth, I have you loved and accepted by me. God said, don't worry about men despising you, Robert, and men, and men rejecting you. God said, I love you. I accept you. I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. Strive to be loved and accepted by God. Even if we are not loved and accepted by men. Jesus wasn't. Let's come on. Let's come on down a little bit more. Jesus wasn't. Jesus was despised. He That means hated intensely. People hated Jesus intensely because he told the truth. Yes, some of you out there under, under the sound of my voice have tuned into this broadcast and have hated Apostle, Apostle Brian intensely. Why? Why? Telling you the truth. He was despised and rejected by mankind. He was a man of suffering, familiar with pain. He was like one from whom people hide their faces. Now, that's how people do 
when they really think you're doing something bad or something real bad, they hide their faces. Oh gosh, like one from when, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised. He said it again, and we held him in low esteem. We. This is how we treated our Creator. This is how we treated our Lord. This is how we treated our Savior. Father, forgive us in the name of Jesus. Forgive us, Father. I mean, God could have destroyed it. When God saw the treatment of his only begotten son, righteous, holy, and pure by wicked men and wicked women, God said, I could have destroyed all of humanity, Robert. The Lord, thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your mercy on us, Father. Thank you. Here was Jesus. Look at verse four. He took up, surely he took up our pain. Jesus came to die so that we didn't have to die. Jesus came to suffer so that we don't have to suffer. And here we were treating, mistreating him and treating him bad. He bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God. Now look how blind we were. We thought that it was God punishing Jesus, and it wasn't God punishing Jesus. It was stupid and foolish us. We considered him punished by God, stricken by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgression. Jesus was going through all that suffering because of our foolishness, because of our sins. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him by his wounds or by his stripes. We are here. Father, we thank you for Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you for what you did for us, for how you suffered for us. When we were too stupid, too blind to realize it. Father, we thank you for sending Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you for, for going at the Father's request. He went through what he went through for us. Some of us are too stupid to realize it. Some of us are too stupid to appreciate it. Too stupid to thank God for it. Father, we thank you. Lord Jesus, we thank you. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Jesus is the God we serve. Jesus is the God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. Jesus is the God 
Oui, sir. God bless you, children of God. May heaven continue to smile on each of you.